interview guest today is Celeste Innocenti, who is the artistic director of Kronos Theatre Group. Welcome. It's good to have you here. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for having me. Um, let's just dig into these fascinating Commedia dell'arte characters. Um, we saw some of your troupe uh, uh -huh. doing one of these wonderful... Lazzi. Lazzi, yes. I was wondering whether I should use the word or not, but that, that, that is correct. Uh, a little scene uh, that is traditional of the Commedia troupe. Who were some of these characters and how are they distinguished from each other through the wonderful costumes that, by the way, you made, which I think is really terrific. So we have Pagliaccio. Let's talk about him first, since the opera is about the same character. Yeah, there's Pagliaccio. And, and let me also point out, too, that there are characters that are masked traditionally and characters that are not masked. And Pagliaccio is one of the characters that has white face. It's the original white face clown. But Pagliaccio comes from um, an older character, uh, Pedro Lino. It's very hard to kind of separate some of these characters who'd be the youngest son who'd sleep with the animals in the straw and hay, the palio. Oh. And he, he is, um, so Pagliaccio sort of emerged from this. He's sort of a chickeny, sort of feeble character. Um, there's also a, a kind of a crossover with Pulcinella, which is a southern character. Oh. Um, there's, I, I think the hat comes from a sugar baker's hat. And so, and again, the white face represents the sort of the straw that he'd be sleeping in. Yeah, that, I was going to ask you arms. about the white face because that's, mm -hmm. it's so striking. Yeah. And of course, in every production of Pagliacci, mm -hmm. that's the, you know, he's, he's dressed in the traditional garb of the, of the character in that play within a play that happens in the second half of the opera. Mm -hmm. But as you say, in the tradition of Commedia, he's a rather... Um, introverted character? He is. He would never. Oh my goodness, Colombina, who's the soubrette. She's the clever servant. She's Tuscan. These are, again, regional stereotypes, uh -huh. too. So Colombina is always the clever servant. Colombina always wins. She's kind of the Bugs Bunny. You could think mm -hmm. of it that way. Mm -hmm. And she's not masked. The women were not masked. They would probably be singers and dancers. Now, Colombina is featured with her basket and her tambourine, which is actually an ancient fertility symbol of spreading the seeds. Right, In this case, right. we didn't have a tambourine. But the other thing about Colombina, Columbina is, um, and again, lots of things are mingled together, not just the costume, but even she's always in first position ballet or this, that <laughs> kind of thing. So there are lots of specifics about these characters, but everybody in Italy would have recognized the regional stereotypes. Right. She would have been escaping from Pantalone, usually, mm -hmm. who's the Venetian sort of money, Mr. Moneybags, who has the yeah, wife and, I, and daughter. I have to say, I have to say, I'm sorry that Leon Cavallo didn't include some of these other stock characters because I love Dottore and Pantalone. But for a reason, clearly, Leon Cavallo made his choices, and by marrying the clever Colomino, who always wins, mm -hmm. to the poor, feeble Pagliaccio, the you know the pathos is just amped up. Uh, what about Arlecchino? Now, Arlecchino, Arlecchino is a very ancient character, and he's one of the Zanni, which are, we get the word zany. The word zany, right? From that, uh -huh. and there's actually a theory. Well, first of all, it probably stems way before the Greeks, you know, because the Greeks had the masked comedy as well as the tragedy. Um, they probably stole it from the Egyptians. Who knows? It's just very ancient. But there is a theory that from Bergamo, where he's supposed to be from, that there may have been an African servant, because the Zanni usually had uh, black or dark masks, uh -huh. and there's also, um, Arlecchino has a kind of a boil and a certain look to him that's always stereotyped and always stereotypical and always traditional. Um, but he's, this, the stereotype about Arlecchino with his patchwork suit, my theory about the patches is it's very stretchy. If you have these diamond-shaped patches, you uh -huh. know, then Arlecchino is always the acrobat. 
Well, let's talk a little bit about the changes that Leon Cavallo has made, because mm -hmm. as, as you made the point that Colombina is the person that always wins, that uh, Pagliaccio is the one who's always sort of quiet and introverted and mm -hmm. shy. Yeah. They're completely different in this Absolutely. in this opera, aren't they? Very true. And you know, the interesting thing is, being the late 19th century, by that time, Commedia dell'arte had pretty much died out around Italy. And especially to the sophisticated audiences, this would have been a very rural kind of art form. Right. And so there was kind of this French influence where it became Pierrot and Pirette and so lovely and this and that. So, you know, a lot of the, mm, the obscenity, a lot of sort of the very rustic uh, charm and humor and really, Commedia dell'arte was just a snake oil sales tool. Basically, <laughs> they would go from town to town, try to sell these magic potions. So and then this would get not have been town. something that Leon Cavallo would have been particularly well, he uh, would informed have known. about. Yes, of course yeah. he would have, because he was from southern Italy. And he certainly would have seen many uh, travel. And in fact, the entire incident was based on a Commedia dell'arte troupe that came to town. Then I wonder if. Perhaps he decided rural. to take these stock characters mm -hmm. and switch yes. them in a way so that Colombina is the one who loses, mm. Pagliaccio yes. is the one who suddenly, you know, this, this horrible, this violent yes. beast comes out of him that has, has never shown its Absolutely. face before. Although he does say in the opera, am I a pulcinella, which is the, so a southern version of this that became Punch, you know, Punch and Judy. Right. And he is a nasty character that beat his wife With and this cudgel. kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. So there's the, but he also was dressed in white. So there's a lot of merging of these characters. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard to say where, why his choices were. But I think by choosing Pagliaccio, the audience's sympathies become mm -hmm. so definitely, you know, the element of pathos is added. That is a great take, I think, on the character of Pagliaccio, I will talk to the singer uh -huh. who sings the role of Camio, <laughs> okay. who is Pagliaccio, yeah. and uh, see where we can go with that, because then that's a really sort of interesting way of, of oh, yes. looking at this play within a play that ends the opera so brutally. Thank you very much, Celeste, oh, for being here. thank you so you. much, Nick. I really appreciate have, being here. Great. La gente fa 